and we're live. This is the first episode of Trailblazing, a hiking podcast. I am your host, Grayson Curtis. Um, this podcast is about, you know, people's journeys through hiking, um, no matter if they're, you know, day hikers, peak backers, trekkers, out and back, weekend warriors. It doesn't matter. It, you know, the point of this podcast is to uh, reach out to the hiking community and to really, you know, um, let them listen to other people's stories and, you know, whether they're funny or serious, you know, just to listen and to understand everyone's background in the hiking world. Um, I thought it'd be best to start off the first episode with you know, talking about myself and my journey through hiking, um, which, you know, didn't really start until my, you know, middle, uh, you know, early teen years. Um, feels like forever ago, honestly, but you, here we are. And um, I am from Birmingham, Alabama, uh, kind of middle of the state. Uh, currently right now I am living in Troy um, you know just your typical 21 year old going to college and uh, recording a hiking podcast to uh, help pass the time with uh, all of that but you know I just thought I'd start off this first episode with just talking about you know my journey and you know what all hikes I've done um, just talking a little bit about those uh, piece by piece, you know, what got me into um, hiking in general. And, uh, you know, towards the end, I'll be talking about, you know, my plans for the future. Um, if I stop periodically, just know that I'm taking a sip of water because I cannot, uh, cannot talk for long amounts of time without, you know, having some water in my system. So, you know, for all you hydrators out there, you use the hydrate or dehydrate kind of way. But, you know, it's just is what it is. Um, I would say just getting off into it, you know, um, my very first time, you know, I, I, I would say by this, you know, I always didn't start out um, hiking. I, I grew up in the kind of Birmingham area. We were kind of an athletic family so we were always playing sports and stuff you know never really went out hiking or uh, you know biking and stuff like that it was more of a you know you know go to sports practices and come home and do schoolwork when really I never really did my schoolwork I kind of <laughs> but I mean I'm sure no one else I'm everyone else was the same way but hiking was never in my mind um, to even begin with um, I want to say my first ever hike was when I was young. Oh, when I was in the Boy Scouts, you know, all those years ago, we would have a little Boy Scout camp uh, at Oak Mountain State Park, which is in the Pelham, Oak Mountain area of Birmingham, you know, South Central kind of area. And I remember, you know, one of the activities for the day throughout that week was uh, we would hike the trails at Oak Mountain State Park. You know, me being a little, you know, kind of chubby kid, I was never one for excitement when it came to those hikes, and uh, I never really appreciated those hikes at all, but I would say that was definitely my, uh, my first hike. It wasn't the best experience because of, you know, middle of summer, it was it was just hot outside and bugs were all around me and you know I was a little kid I really didn't want to do it I was probably like I want to say 12 maybe a little younger honestly if I can remember the age I wish I could but I, I was pretty sure I was a little younger than 12 when I was doing those types of um, events um, I would say when I first started taking hiking more of just I'm being forced to do this to like I want to go do this was a little after being I would say my age was around 14 to 15 
is when I started to like actually going out and like wanting to hike but it was your typical like you know just your day hikes you know um I can remember the first place I would go to or that comes to mind that I would always go to is Moss Rock which isn't far from my house it's in Hoover Alabama in the uh, Moss Rock Preserve area and uh it's a nice little park there um first time I was there I went with a couple friends and we would do just your typical day hikes you know not even a mile just kind of on the trail out and backs you know it wasn't your typical like you know put effort into it because there's really no effort required when it came to those hikes and you know looking back on it I always always think those hikes were like the hardest thing ever but you know you'll find out later on in this episode that you know those hikes were just nothing compared to what I've been able to do from there on out um you know occasionally I would still go back to Moss Rock um I think after a year or two I kind of got tired of it (laughs) and didn't really find myself going back there a whole lot um just because you know it was a very small uh place there wasn't a whole lot of you know trails to hike you know once you hike the two trails that they have it's kind of you know all right you've done this you know you can let's go out and find some other places to hike and you know that's exactly what I did I remember after that I would go to Oak Mountain State Park which the first time there I did the Peavine Waterfall Waterfall Trail which is you know a little simple you know hike down to the waterfall and you know get the experience all that and you know that was a cool hike as a young kid because you know you I mean obviously I was going with friends at the time so we were all kind of excited to see you know this glorious waterfall but really it was just like a little stream and you know when it rains a lot I mean obviously it is like a waterfall but during the you know spring when we went it was just a little little stream and barely have water running down it but it was still very cool you know that was the first time I also had to you know scramble up the side of a mountain just to get to the top because I didn't walk I didn't want to walk the whole uh, half a mile back up and around to get on the trail where I could have just you know went straight up the side of a mountain to get back on the trail and me being you know a little foolish and selfish I decided to you know go up the side of that mountain and that was you know that was painful I mean it was it was so much pain (laughs) in that um in that scramble uh I believe after that uh the next big hike that I did out there was the King's Chair hike at Oak Mountain um King's Chair was interesting because it was it was my first like you know hike that went past a mile I was so used to doing just like easy like you know a mile maybe less uh trails you know typically they're flat and no switchbacks they're just kind of there and back and king's chair was you know the first time me experiencing you know kind of having a different terrain and um hiking up uh just hills upon hills to get to the top of this little rock face to look over shelby county and I remember getting out of there to the top, I was like, you know, if I can do this, I wonder what else, it, it was always like that, I felt like once I got done doing a hike, I was like, alright, what else can I do, I felt like I was always pushing myself to like, what's the next big challenge for me, and you know, where do I go from here, and you know, being in the Birmingham area, a young kid, I really couldn't do much, or go out far enough to like hit the bigger hikes, but um, you know, so I'd always stick around in the Oak Mountain State Park area or Moss Rock and just doing, you know, what I could do. And not saying that Oak Mountain's easy, but they have some good loops, you know, that are, you know, about 12 miles and stuff. And, you know, I've gotten to do those over the years and really appreciative of those and realize that, you know, not all their trails out there are the same, which is really nice because, you know, I like to... I like to have a little diversity (laughs) and I don't like everything being the same when it comes to hiking you know if 
if I do the hike enough times and I'm at the point to where I'm just like I really don't feel like doing it at all kind of thing um but yeah Oak Mountain and Moss Rock were like kind of my beginning uh hiking experiences and I feel like once I got into like my later years of high school I had these friends of mine um hopefully who will be on in later episodes that would go to uh, do like weekend, you know, backpack out and backs. And I was never, you know, I had no experience of the those type of hikes at that time. But I was always curious because I've always wanted to do those. And I was like, you know, how, sh- how can I get involved? How can I get to the point to where I can go do these hikes? And so, you know, I, I've, you know, reached out to him because we're obviously we were friends, the, this group of people, and I reached out to him, I was like, hey, I was like, if you, next time you guys go on, like, a out-and-back weekend warrior trip, you know, I'd love to come, experience it, and just see what it's all about, and these guys have been doing it for a while now, and they're very much ahead of the game in the hiking culture, um, doing already weekend trips at such a young age, and, um, you know, I, obviously, they're graciously let me uh, come on the first trip and you know me being experienced I had no clue what was going to happen um, I knew we were going to Chiha which is the tallest mountain in the state of Alabama you know that is not saying much at all um, <laughs> I don't even know how tall it is but I know it's nothing compared to the Appalachian Smokies you know Rockies you name it it's just it's like a little mole hill compared to those but you know the state of Alabama really uh, appreciates that mountain for what it is and the tallest point in the state but you know we are that was the that was the destination for this weekend trip and where we were going they've gone several times you know I trusted them with where we were going um, which we happened to end up on the Pinhoti Trail and the Pinhoti Trail is you know the trail that is what it, I believe it should be a part of the Appalachian Trail, but we're not going to get into that controversy <laughs> yet. But it's, it connects from Alabama to Georgia, leads right into the Appalachian Trail and the Bennett McKay Trail. But, you know, that was where we were going to be hiking on. And I thought that was awesome because, I, you know, I've heard about this trail growing up and through Boy Scouts and stuff, which I eventually quit Boy Scouts because, you know, sports over Boy Scouts any day kind of thing. That was my... That was how who I was back then. But, you know, going out there, I definitely realized that I overpacked uh, for the weekend once I saw what everybody else was having because, you know, they all had their, you know, one bag, one hiking bag filled with stuff and had a nice base layer and hiking layers. And there was me with, you know, heavy base layer, hiking layer, and, I had a hiking bag with stuff filled to it, but I also had like a duffel bag filled to it. And there's a picture of me out there somewhere with that on, and it looks ridiculous. And I just remember like, uh, this is going to be hard (laughs) because I have all this weight on my back and I have no idea of how hard this terrain is about to be. This is my first time doing it. Um... I can honestly say the first mile in, I was already just hating life because <laughs> the weight on my shoulders was just, it was too much to handle. I could not bear it half the time. You know, I, I wasn't really fitted for the backpack I was using. It was, you know, putting pressure on my back and, you know, all that weight was weighing down to my just lower back and it, it's, it's a pain that I'll never forget and just weighing on my shoulders as well and so my lower back and shoulders were just dying not even a mile in but um you know of course I like wanted to turn around at that point and just call it quits and do whatever's necessary to kill that mountain but I kept going because you know they hyped it up this camping this camping point a lot and I was like alright yeah I mean I'll trust you guys with it, but, um, you know, a couple miles in, we finally made it to the point, 
and uh, I believe it's called McDill Point. Um, for all you Chiha, you know, people out there who go out there every weekend, and I didn't pronounce it right, I'm pretty sure it's that one by the plane crash. If it's not that one, then I'm thinking of a different McDill Point. But that's where we were, and that was where we camped for the weekend. Um, I can definitely say when I got there, the view that they were talking about was, you know, just as good as they hyped it up to be. You know, I thought, I was like, man, this is probably going to be nothing. We're just going to be in the woods the whole time. We're not going to see any, you know, mountain ranges or anything, which I've never seen mountain ranges in Alabama before at that time. But, you know, seeing that for the first time and actually seeing the mountain ranges was kind of breathtaking and almost a view that, um, that I'll honestly never forget. And I can remember that night, I mean the view was awesome, but I, that night and that late afternoon, it was in the winter time, so the sun set pretty early around, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock, and um, I just remember that sunset, you know, I sound like a hippie when I talk about it, but that sunset uh, over the mountain range on the southern we're heading south on the Penhody Trail, so heading in the south way and uh, seeing the mountain range lead back to Silicaga was uh, really interesting because you like look out there and of course you have technology at this time so you can look at your phone and see what cities you're looking at and just seeing how far you can look and what cities you're looking at was just incredible and I'll just never uh, forget that first time out there. Uh, also, another reason I'll never forget it is how cold it was that night. You know, typically when you think of Alabama, you're like, oh, it never gets cold. You know, it usually stays like in the, you know, the lowest it gets there is like in the 50s, maybe a little higher than that, 60s maybe. I mean, that's partially true, but, you know, you know, silly young me thought that, oh, it's not going to be that cold. You know, I had my Eno with me and had a sleeping bag and a, another cover and a little, like a lightweight one that I could slip on under. And uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't even begin to tell you how cold it was that night because I was freezing the whole night. The wind was, it didn't stop blowing. It was just howling the whole night you know, freezing winds, you know, even with a fire, you're still really cold. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. And I just remember like waking up a lot that night because of how cold it was, like my feet were cold and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I was like, this is miserable. This is just something that I never want to experience again because of how cold it was but you know eventually like going to sleep and waking up in the morning and stuff like that I like I was like alright I mean I know in the future I can get better gear and stuff for this but I mean that was just you know unbearable to the point <laughs> but you know, that's just something that from that point on I've kind of like did research on and like understood like how cold it gets there at night and stuff like that so I can like kind of prepare for uh, what is to you know approach me in a hike and stuff but that was probably my first you know overnight um, backpacking weekend warrior hike um, I found it very exciting to do um, I definitely uh, did that several more times throughout my year. I think most recently I did that same section uh, was this past Easter with a friend and um, I hope to have him on and uh, actually I believe he is the next episode and we'll sit down and we'll talk about it more and you know give you guys more details about the hike and experiences that he had and kind of comparing it to my first time and stuff which I think will be pretty funny because it was almost similar but just listening to him tell his part of the story is uh, quite quite humorous but after that I found myself you know occasionally going back to Chiha and um, you know still kind of in the uh, Birmingham air, met metro area you know just hiking in little places there um, 
I would say my next big hike after that was uh, out in California uh, when we went out there for yeah my dad had a little business trip out there and graciously we had a little time in our day to go out to the Redwoods or Amir Woods uh, to be specific and we got to hike around the Redwood trees and you know these trees are massive and I really and I really was shocked of how big these trees were and you know being able to hike you know next to them through them around them like it was insane just to like I just remember driving it when you drive into the Mirror Woods Park you drive like through a redwood that fell down and it's bigger than like your car like it's insane how big those trees are out there and that was pretty cool because like obviously I felt like I was in Star Wars half the time because I'm a nerd and you know uh, I believe the planet Endor was filmed out there uh, don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it's indoor. If not, then my fault. Um, that's on me. But it just felt like I was in Star Wars the whole time, so I thought it was so cool. And, uh, you know, that was a good uh, day of hiking. Um, some good trails out there, you know. Not too tough, pretty easy. You know, just kind of the more the sightseeing ones they had to offer at the state park. Um, when I was out there in California, I didn't get, didn't get to do much uh any more hikes after that honestly um obviously later on you'll you'll hear that there's some plans for me to go back out there and complete some hikes and you know tackle the state of california again when it comes to hiking um i believe after that that was kind of the same year of i would say my junior year of high school and that happened and um you know, it was a pretty good experience, like, going to a different state and seeing how, you know, hiking is out there and comparing it to the state of Alabama, which is, it is drastically different, I will say. It is insanely different. Um, I believe after that, you know, it we always find myself back in Birmingham, you know, doing little hikes. Um, I believe around that time I, I, I get to experience Red Mountain for the first time which is in Homewood. It's kind of the mountain range that's uh, overlooking the downtown city of Birmingham, which was really cool. Um, trails to me were really easy. Um, had no complaints about no complaints about them because it was, you know, it was flat half the time. I'm not going to lie. It was some flat trails. Um, if they're, if you guys think that they're not flat, you know, feel free to call me out on it and maybe I did the wrong trail, but the trail that I did was very flat and uh, rarely changed elevation at all, but uh, it was still a pretty cool place to hike, I would say the least. I believe, you know, through my years, you know, I kind of took a break from big hikes. We found myself just doing smaller, you know, day hikes and stuff. I was always a big day hiker once I started doing it, just because of, you know, where... I was and stuff like there wasn't there wasn't a lot of opportunities for me to do um, you know an overnight hike unless you were out on the Penhody or um, William Bankhead in West Alabama but when we look at you know me branching out I believe my first kind of hike branching out from the state that's not in California was my freshman year of college when me and two of my friends who I also went to high school with but two of my friends who were at the same school that I'm at we went to Providence Canyon which is in Georgia kind of a small little town uh, I won't even say it was a town it's just a small area in uh, southwest Georgia kind of close to Eufaula and you know that hike was pretty interesting uh, uh, they call it the they call it the Grand Canyon of the Southeast, and uh, I can confirm that that is, you know, somewhat true. <laughs> um, there are a lot of trees out there still, so it's not like the Grand Canyon, but it's I would say it's similar to it. Um, and it was pretty cool, you know, it rained the day before we went out there, so, you know, going there and uh, seeing how, like, the water flowed out from the canyons and how it had, like, a natural stream already made for it was pretty cool. And, you know, just seeing how the canyons formed through clay and 
the different layers is just it was incredible to me and it was worth the drive I mean it was only an hour and 30 minute drive from where we were but it was it was pretty cool to see all that I mean I had no clue what to expect going into it to be honest you know I thought it was just gonna be this little you know one little strip of canyon and that was it but no there was I believe there was eight little divisions of the canyon which is pretty cool and being able to hike that and say that I've hiked it is uh, a pretty good experience in my mind honestly but you know other than that branching out wise you know I've obviously I've gone to Chattanooga a couple of times um, Chattanooga is obviously known for Lookout Mountain uh, in my book that's not what it's known for uh, whenever I go to Chattanooga I've always been a big uh, raccoon uh, mountain kind of guy and for the people who live in Chattanooga they probably know what I'm talking about but for those who don't is when you're driving into Chattanooga like on the interstate uh, lookouts on your right but raccoon is on your left on the left side of the interstate and you know a lot of people don't uh, really pay attention to it but it, it's there and um, it has I would say just as good as views as lookout you know obviously you don't have to pay the insane amount of money for half the touristy spots out there but you know it's still a good enough experience to see and go out there so if you're ever out at uh, uh, Chattanooga definitely check out Raccoon Mountain um, there's plenty of things out there for photography and stuff great views you know good trails and stuff like that um, you know there's one trail out in Chattanooga that's actually on the lookout mountainside but it was closed down thanks to COVID um, <laughs> what I mean COVID shut down a lot of things for people but that one little tiny trail I couldn't hike because of COVID so shout out to COVID um, but I've heard great things about that trail I hope to go back and hike it and see what everybody's talking about you literally you literally park in the neighborhood and by some person's house they have a little parking lot and you just you just hike this trail and apparently it's a good little trail to hike so I plan on going out there and you know seeing what it's all about and seeing the hype that's around it and uh yeah I mean Chattanooga is a great place for hiking and stuff you know not just in trails and stuff but for downtown too I mean you could literally hike half downtown and a lot of people don't think about that about you know if you're just in downtown walking around that's not really hiking but you know the more you like walk around and see the scenery and stuff you realize like oh, I actually am hiking and stuff which is pretty cool because a lot of people don't realize that but you know once you get on that uh I really don't, can't remember the name of the bridge but the pedestrian bridge that everybody takes pictures on and stuff like you know well that's you know I that's hiking I mean it's some people think it's easy some people think it's difficult but you know of course I thought it was easy but that's just how I am I would say you know some exotic places I've gotten to go hiking uh, you know they weren't the biggest hikes they were kind of short but uh, some were in St. Lucia which is in the uh, I want to say Caribbeans uh, preferably I believe in the West Indies and though those hikes that I doubt there I mean we took tours of the island it was like a tour of the whole island and we would get out and we would hike to like certain places and see like waterfalls and you know volcanic springs and stuff like that which were pretty neat I mean you know you can't you don't meet a lot of people who are like oh yeah I was hiking in St. Lucia to see a waterfall or I was hiking to go through this volcanic spring and stuff like that like it's you know even though the hike lasted maybe 30 minutes or so it's still like you know seeing the tropical wildlife and being surrounded by it is still pretty uh, cool um, and there were several days like that uh, out there and other islands where I got to experience that and uh you know that's pretty cool uh, another cool place I've gone hiking in is uh, Hawaii uh, Hawaii is always gonna have like a little 
special home kind of feels for me because of you know just everyone out there is amazing i mean i've I never met a you know person who was rude or anything they're all very nice people very calm and uh, collective people which i thought was amazing about the island uh i believe the first day i was there after the day i flew in but the first day i was there i remember we hiked to this um place that honestly i don't know if a lot of people know about it i'm sure the people do but it's called the Bioto in temple um if i pronounce that wrong you can correct me on it i don't know if there's any uh natives that listen to this in the future to come but that was my first day and you know i wouldn't count it as hiking i i honestly don't count it as it because you kind of just pull up and walk across but you know just taking in the you know aspect of this Japanese temple and you know being quiet and respectful to the people around there and you know respecting the you know the religion stuff behind it was pretty cool and it felt calming in a way which was you know something I never imagined it's it just felt kind of calming being there and getting to see it all and stuff and so that was pretty cool and then I remember the next morning was you know challenge day and that was when I hiked Diamond Head which is the big volcano on Oahu um, and you know driving up to the parking lot for it you know I was like I'm not gonna lie, I was a little intimidated by it because you know, when you fly it on an airplane, you look down on it. It looks like nothing, but you know, once you once you pull up to it, and you look, you're looking straight up at it, the top. You're like, oh man, like this is gonna take forever to get to the top. But you know, I took it as a challenge, and uh, I I enjoyed every second of it. You know, last switchbacks, I <laughs> will say, um, switchbacks were not my most favorite thing on trails they're probably like my worst enemy other than road hiking but I'll get into that later because I despise road hiking uh, obviously but yeah I mean Diamond Head was a cool experience because you know it's a very touristy area I would say but just seeing like all different like walks of life on that trail was pretty cool like people that you would think that they would never make it to the top, like, would make it to the top, and, you know, I was surprised of how quick I made it up there, because once I started walking, I was, I was moving, I was going, I mean, this is, I was also, you know, used to doing that section of the Penhody with my friends, and it, I mean, it, obviously, it didn't compare to anything like Diamond Head, but, you know, I kind of had an idea of, like, how it was going to be, you know, getting higher to the top, and, I can say once you get to the top and you're overlooking Waikiki and you know the rest of the southeast of the island it's it's pretty incredible and you know there's I believe I have pictures on it and I'll I'll plug in some stuff later for you guys to get a look at for what I'm talking about because you know I feel like I'm describing it but you guys won't get a good look at it until you like actually go and kind of see it but it was pretty cool. I mean, I had I had a, a fun time doing that, and you know, got got to say that I've hiked Diamond Head and stuff like that. But I remember after that, like days to come, we um, we did another hike on the southeast side, kind of northeast, I would say, and it was all just road. It was paved. There was a little bit of gravel, and that was at the end. But there were all of it was road, and oh my gosh I cannot like I don't do road hiking at all it's just not my friend I get shin splints easily like I don't enjoy road hiking one bit and I mean to get to the end of that hike uh, into that trail to see the lighthouse and the ocean and you know look for whales and stuff was pretty cool um, didn't see any whales uh, sadly but you know just looking at the lighthouse and looking out to the uh, Pacific Ocean was it was pretty cool it was a pretty cool experience and um, you know definitely would um, do that again I would do it differently maybe have like a little hoverboard or something just to skip all the roads 
because I was not enjoying the reds at all. And um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, North Shore has a couple good hikes. I remember I did a hike in the North Shore um, to this uh, little spring. Um, can't remember the name of it. Very famous, apparently. It was in a movie or two. Um, but that hike was, it was something. It felt like it was more rewarding, you know, getting to the um, end and getting in that spring and swimming around and stuff. It was pretty cool because, you know, it was hot that day out there. And you're surrounded by, you know, a tropical forest. It's a little hot easily, so it was pretty cool. And uh, I enjoyed that. And uh, thankfully I got to take some pictures because later that day, uh, I remember uh, definitely falling and breaking the camera over by uh, Shark Cove, which is also in the North Shore. Um, you know, that camera lasted me for a good couple of years, and I thank it for its service, but it, <laughs> I guess it was, it was its time to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hawaii was pretty cool. I definitely want to go back out there and tackle some more hikes and, uh, you know, maybe hit the big island and get some hikes out there because, you know, you know, listening to people and telling me, like, you know, Oahu's good for hikes, but, you know, the better and bigger hikes are out in the big island, so I would love to go back out there and tackle some of those and put that down for my bucket list that I've done this. Um, you know, after Hawaii, coming back home, it was a little different because, you know, I was used to the whole tropical exotic terrain and you know hiking volcanoes and <laughs> mountains and stuff but uh you know yeah, I was still good with little old Alabama hikes but you know obviously I, I want to branch out and I want to you know see what more there has to offer but you know thankfully I got the opportunity to go on a trip to Asheville North Carolina um before going on that trip if you asked me where Asheville was I probably couldn't tell you now I know where it's at because I've gone there, but before I was, I had no clue where it was at, and um, you know, did some research. Of course, after that jihad trip, you have to do some research, and you know, I was going to see. I was curious. I was going to see if there's any hikes out there because we were so close to the Smokies and the part of the AT. I was like, there's got to be some hikes out there. You know, maybe they don't connect, but there's got to be something out there. It's North Carolina and the mountains and stuff, so. You know, do some research and found myself that the Black Mountain Crest Trail was out in Asheville, North Carolina. And if you guys know nothing about the Black Mountain Crest Trail, just know that on several websites it's listed as the hardest hike in the southeast. Um, I can also agree to that and say that it's probably one of the hardest hikes I've done. Um, very strenuous and long, but that'll be for another episode. So, I mean, but that was a very interesting hike um you know hardest hike in the southeast you know people are saying about that in the summer and you know we looked it up we were going in december and going to try to do this and we realized that there wasn't really a big group of people who did it in december because of the snow and the ice that were on top of the mountains at night and stuff like that and you know the dangers that came with it but you know couple college kids never backed down from a little challenge and so you know that's exactly what we did is we we drove up there and one day and then the next day we got up you know before the sun rose and we started into it and I was just used to your typical you know Alabama you know maybe 2,000 3,000 feet elevation gain nah this this trail did not play games with us and it was taking us to heights that you know we couldn't even begin to describe and I'm sure once we talk about it in later episodes you guys will get a better understanding of it but you know the first mountain that we had to go up of because it was we were crossing peaks the whole day which is I know there's a couple peak baggers out there that I know of um, but the first peak we got to was just 4,000 feet and it was four miles so if you imagine it every mile you're gaining a thousand feet of elevation in terrain which was very strenuous on the body and I remember getting to the top of that mountain and I was like 
man, I hope this is just the hardest part because I don't know how much harder it could get. And, you know, we sat down, ate breakfast, kind of talked about it. You know, what we're going to do? Do we want to keep going? Of course, we all said yes. We made it this far. You know, even though it was the first peak and there were six more to go, we were like, well, we got to do this now because 14 miles, we knocked out four. We have to do the rest. So, you know, we knocked it out. Um, I wouldn't say that we knocked it out easily. Uh, it was a very hard. Um, we had a lot of complications throughout the hike, and we'll get into that in later episodes. And, you know, I I can say that after doing that in the wintertime, I definitely would never do that in the wintertime again. I, I do want to do it again, <laughs> um, but it'll ha- definitely have to be in the summer because I remember our plan was to go out to Mount Mitchell, which is the last... Uh, peak that you reach which is actually the tallest mountain in the southeast at 6,326 feet don't quote me on that I'm just kind of guesstimating I know I'm close to it but it's around that range it's pretty high up um, and that was our end point and we were going to hike to there and turn around and hike all the way back to our car where we parked for the day and um you know, that didn't work out very well for us as we realized that we were severely running out of time for uh, daylight. And we we knew that if we weren't going to make it there before the sun was down, it was going to get bad. It's going to get cold. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen on top of that mountain when it gets cold and the wind's blowing. Especially from my experience from Chiha. If Chiha was bad at night when the wind's blowing, I couldn't imagine being, you know, 4,000, 5,000 feet in the air, just, you know, on a thin line of peak bagging, trying to get back to a car at, like, you know, way past sundown. But, you know, we made a decision that once we got to Mitchell, we were going to, you know, get off. You know, the plan was the, to do it right, and the right way to honestly do it was just to make it from beginning to end. We, you know... We made it to the, we started at the beginning. We made it to the end. You know, we were just gonna add on that little little extra pizzazz of saying we did it there and back. But you know, ultimately we didn't do it. And there's a good story behind that that I'm looking forward to telling you guys about. But you know, that's just how hiking is sometimes. Like you just don't know what your limits are. But you know, eventually you'll learn them. And um, I mean, yeah. Um, after that hiking trip, I remember just coming back to the cabin we were at and just sleeping for a day or so. Like, I was knocked out, just worn out, you know. I felt very strenuous in my body, you know. That's probably my vocabulary word at this recording because I've said it so many times, but really my body was just drained from the effort that we put into it because you know, half the time we're just hiking in ice and snow and, you know, 5,000, four to 6,000 feet in the air. I mean, it, it gets hard. I mean, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I can see why they named it the hardest trail in the Southeast for a reason. But I mean, to say that I've done it is still pretty cool to say that I've done it. And I'm very proud of myself for doing it. You know, of course, I always want to do better and go back and do it better and I eventually will one day but when that comes I really don't know um I guess that kind of leads up to like recent times I I mean we've already mentioned that the last hike that I did like big one was Chiaha and um uh Easter um other than that I've done a bunch of smaller hikes um, just your typical ones, you know, just getting ready for, um, whatever, uh, comes my way, I guess for the future, you know, I have a big future for hiking too, because I have a lot of, a lot of places on my list that where I'm, you know, planning to go and do and stuff like that, and 
I mean, it's just a matter of time of, like, when can I go do it and stuff like that. But I'd say for the future, uh, most recently coming up, I'm going to uh, Wyoming in December with some friends. The same friends I went on that first Jihad trip with. And, you know, we're going to be in Colorado, Wyoming, in, like, the Jackson area. So I hope to do some hikes in Colorado, hikes in Wyoming, um preferably the Tetons and uh, Yellowstone. Uh, we'll see how that goes, depending on the snow and how cold it is out there. And it's going to be really freezing, I know that, like in the 20s, but, you know, ain't nothing but a thing. I can handle it, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. But I plan on doing that. Uh, other than that, I hopefully would like to complete the entire Penhody which is from Sylacauga to northern Georgia. Um, that would be pretty cool to say that I've done the trail of my state. Um, kind of a national trail to do. Uh, definitely want to complete the Appalachian Trail. It's always been on my bucket list to do. I always told myself I'm going to do it. Uh, it's just a matter of when and where. Hopefully it's, you know, I'm hoping it's 2023 or 2024. Just depends on when I get that time to do it. Other than that, I would like to complete the Triple Crown, which is AT, PCT, CDT. Obviously, Appalachian Trail will be first. I plan on doing the PCT after that. Not directly after, because that's just insane. And then trying to convince myself to do the CDT right now is a little hard because of, you know, what I've heard about it and stuff. and. But, uh, you know, I eventually will talk myself into it. And, you know, other than that, some smaller hikes. I, well, not really smaller, but smaller than the AT, PCT, and all that. Is like, I really want to do the Arizona Trail. Arizona Trail's always been on my list to do. Uh, Colorado Trail's been on my list to do for a long time. Um, I always want to, i got to find a way out to Alaska. I really want to go out there and see what they have to offer. Hopefully I'll go there when the glaciers are melting, so that'll be pretty cool to watch. And uh, go around Kenai uh, National. Some other places I would like to go to, probably Chile, to the Patagonias. That'll be really cool to do. Um, I've only met one person uh, personally who's done it. Um, they really enjoyed it. They said that they would do it again in a heartbeat, so hopefully I can convince them to go with me. You know, if not, then, I mean, that's totally okay. You know, <laughs> I can find somebody to go and go by myself. I don't mind going by myself. But I think that's, you know, pretty much it, honestly. I don't, you know, I always have people texting me, like, if they would want to go on this trail and if I want to come with them and stuff. And, of course, I always say yes because, you know, why would I say no to an opportunity to, you know, add a trail to my list of things to do? And so, but it's all just a matter of uh, when and where, honestly. But I hope to get to do that soon and really tackle those. And, you know, hopefully we'll still be doing this by then and I can just keep adding more episodes and talking about those experiences and so on and so forth, you know. I'm really excited for some future guests to be on here, uh, talking about all different types of things. You know, majority of them are going to be hiking, but we have some, you know, kayaking, mountain biking episodes. We have some hiking in different countries, which is really cool. I'm excited for. Um, we have just an episode about life of traveling and getting to go to cool places all the time and what it's like to do that. And I'm really excited to, for that, too. Um, I guess that kind of wraps it up. I believe next week it's our episodes with Chandler Lowry. He's a good friend of mine from I met here at uh, Troy, and he's going to be talking about his experience on the on Chiha for the first time, and uh, it's going to be pretty funny because we've been talking about it for a long time now, and you know I laugh at every time I listen to his part of the story and just how drastically different uh, his night and my night went is still pretty funny to me. But that's pretty cool. Um, 
yeah, if you want to follow any of my social media, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Grayson dot underscore dot Derulo. It's like Jason Derulo, but uh, I decided to add my name in instead because I'm cooler, obviously. Um, if you want to look at any of the pictures from my hikes and stuff and photography, you can go to uh, Dream dot underscore dot studios. I really like the dot underscore dot because it looks like a straight face, and I just think it's funny. But it's Dream dot underscore dot studios, and that's where a lot of my photography from the hikes are on there. You can see it on there. And uh, yeah, I do plan on making an account for this podcast, but it's just a matter of uh, when and where I decide on making it. Um, it'll probably be after the first couple episodes, just when I know that it's not my family just listening and a couple more people are listening. Uh, thank you anyways to my family, though. Appreciate the support. But yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly it. Um, I look forward to next week and uh, stuff to come.